welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast. That's Rob, I'm Tom, and we're going to take you on the journey. What is the CGT? Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back to episode seven. We are back and we are back better than ever. Rob, how you doing and how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. But I want to start off by saying, is it like Christmas Eve for you with the whole Tiger interview tomorrow morning? It is. It is. Um, we so, should probably say when we're recording this. We're recording this on yeah. Monday. Yeah, right. Which is, this has never been done before. We, if, we didn't, if we didn't do Thursday, it's always been typically a Sunday night. Right. Um, it is Monday. So, yeah, the, uh, the release of his interview um, came out this morning, and then he's got a presser tomorrow uh, from the hero. So did you watch the interview at all? No, I just caught the uh, snippets on Twitter. It was unbelievable. He looks, dude, he looks, he almost comes off as like a different person. I think it's probably because of Charlie. I mean, he just looks so much, he looks so much more happier. No, yeah, the the snippets that I caught, like, you know, some of his comments were, you know, he felt like more at peace with everything. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's still like, dude, the insight, like, on his mindset, like throughout the whole thing is bananas. That's what I found the most interesting. Like he said, literally like within the first week of the accident happening, he's laying in his hospital bed and he was wondering if he, if he still had his hands because he, he said at one point it was kind of 50, 50, whether he'd walk out of there with a leg. Right. So yeah. I saw that. He, he had people throwing stuff at him while he was in his hospital bed, catching stuff and making sure he still had his hands. And he said, okay. No yeah. And then he said, when he got home, you know, that was the worst part just like looking out the window. Um, but then he talks about his progression from like the hospital bed to the wheelchair, to the crutches, to just going outside and like laying in the grass for an hour. I saw that. That's yeah. pretty funny. And then he said he, uh, he was starting to hole putts, but then he forgot about, he had to grab the ball out of the hole. So he, <laughs> so he made his guy fill all the holes with sand. Um, and then he even increased the length of his putter. So he didn't have to bend over as much because his back. Oh shit. Oh yeah. Like the guy is, he's absolutely insane. He's a complete savage. I mean, you could tell just from like the interview, how passionate and like addicted he is. But then on the flip side, it was like, you know, a softer side of him talking about like the relationships with the younger guys and like, how that means more to him. And yeah, you know, it was fun seeing those guys playing the Ryder cut and getting texts from guys and guys stopping over. And then he talked about Charlie and, you know, what Charlie is currently going through. Uh, I guess Charlie's a little bit of a hothead uh, himself on the course. So basically he was saying like, Hey, I, I like that, you know, you're, you're passionate and I want you to be fiery. I, I want it to be there, but, you know, there's, there's certain spots for that. Yeah. Um, he was talking about him taking a nine on a par five and he was like, you know, those are the holes you should be birdying, blah, blah, blah. So it was just, it was unbelievable. But yeah, uh, like I said, I, I saw Kyle Porter's like highlight tweets of, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 So actually now that you mentioned that, um, I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't know if we were going to go that route with the, the airing of, of this episode. So I was going to hold off, but I'm, oh. actually, I'm actually pretty pumped. You, you mentioned it. 
Well, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh man, Tom's going to be all giddy tonight. Oh yeah, I'm fiery. I got a, I'm drinking a coffee right now. <laughs> Speaking of, you got a, a bum fire going on in your garage over there or what? Oh yeah, man. It's freezing out here. For, for I keep myself warm. For people listening on uh, Anchor or either Apple Podcasts, there's just flames um, continuously shooting up on the screen. <laughs> and, you know, we're it's, just, it's like a, it's just a, it's a, this great little clay that you fill up with pretty much 100% alcohol and just burns like a little, little bonfire for you. Is it called the, the bonfire? I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I think you're right. I got it as a, as a gift. Yeah. Hey, whatever works, man. I mean, it's just, it's just going to get colder and we got to keep on doing this podcast. So I got to figure out ways to stay warm. Yeah. So how was, uh, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. Good. Good food. Good time with family. You know, can't complain. Had a bunch of stuffing. So I was a happy man. How about yourself? Not that stovetop shit, right? Not that stovetop shit. Nope. <laughs> Did you have your uh, leftover sandwich? I'm uh, I'm ashamed to say this, but no, I didn't. I uh, I had two of the legs, and I was cashed out, man. I was full. Too full the next day. Yeah, that's how I was. I don't even think I ate until like probably 5 p.m. the next day. Yeah, it was um, definitely overdid it. Oh yeah, it's funny. My my wife's side, they don't like the dark meat, so they get you know I get first dibs at that, and I just obviously go to town. So. I'm always in between. Um, some years I like it, some years I don't. I guess it's just how I'm feeling that day. I'm, I, I'm sure you're aware of this. I'm not. I'm, I'm a big. I, I don't like turkey. I think it stinks. Um, I think it should be replaced with either like, you know, a steak or a roast. So are you you're on Monday cues, huh? You oh yeah, that? yeah. I love it. His that wife. was uh that they actually did look good the little steaks with uh the butter on top yeah i mean i just so here i actually i just came across this video like two weeks ago and honestly it's it's the best thing it's the best debate to turkey i've ever heard in my entire life so this guy i think his name's john or joe morgan anyways uh lawyer put a, like a six and a half minute video together about why turkey is shit, and that's what he says so the the best the best excuse he had and it makes so much sense so he said what other day of the year do i come in my house my wife or anybody that i know if i've been over been invited to dinner at a friend's house have they ever made turkey he's like no he's like when have you ever gone to a restaurant and ordered a turkey and he's like no he's like that's why turkey is shit he's like because we eat it once a year we think it's awesome and he's like it's not <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, those are all valid points. I mean, very valid. So yeah, I'm off the turkey train, man. I whatever. I'll I'll mess with it if it's like deep fried, you know, something kind of unique, crazy like that. But other than sure. that, I'm a big ham guy. Oh, ham's the best. Oh, it's awesome. Talk I take the ham bone and make some pea soup. Ooh, I don't know about pea soup, but I like the I like the ham bone. I like that move. Oh yeah, getting a little. Uh, little stock from the ham bone there you go yeah or uh i like cutting it up the next morning and making a, a ham and cheese omelet yeah that's that's good yeah um well that's good i'm glad i'm glad you got you got fed there big fellow so you got you had a good one too 
Yeah. Yeah. We had a really good one. Um, like you said, good company, good food, good drinks, a lot of good drinks, uh, a lot of great. What was the drink of choice for uh, Thanksgiving? Um, I was on a, I'm going to butcher this so bad. What are the seltzers like Topo Chico? <laughs> oh, yeah. Topo Chico. Is that that's the, that's the water I was having. Yeah. They got, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're actually pretty good. I've never had them. Yeah. And then late night uh, at the in laws, I was rocking a Tito's. And Sprite with a splash of crayon. There you go. Yeah. So the drinks were flowing. There um, you go. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, uh, kids running around and yeah. I mean, if you don't get jacked up for for Thanksgiving or the the holidays, you know, something's something's wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh, especially after the last year and a half. So it's yeah, good to be sure. around everybody. For sure. For sure. Speaking of, did you catch any of the match? So I caught the thirst trap prior of uh, Bryson. And then uh, I did see, I was doing mostly Christmas lights outside, but I did catch the par five where uh, they caught Brooks just like rolling his eyes. I was dying laughing, but uh, I only, like I said, I was following on Twitter. wasn't really inside that much watching it. So I think I only missed maybe two holes. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't go well for Bryce, you know, whether that was, you know, his game or his shit talking or it just, it weighed heavily in Brooks's favor. And I'm not even a Brooks guy and I'm not yeah. really a, a Bryson guy either. I, you know, whatever, I get it. But um, yeah, I mean, Bryson stunk. And then on the flip side of that, Brooks looked really, really good, which is, is kind of scary. Yeah, right. Exactly. I saw the, uh, cause I did catch what he say the next time he's playing is April, his little comeback. Yeah. And then the best part too, is, you know, uh, Brooks threw a dart on a par three, like, uh, short-sided, you know, in between like the water and the stick. And like, I mean, there's not much room there. And Bryson's like, you know, where, where's this at on the PGA tour? And, and Brooks is like, this is my major. Remember? So, yeah. Brooks, Brooks kind of just owned them all day. Um, Bryson was just throwing out excuse after excuse and, you know, just kind of seemed like a whiny little bitch. And, and even Charles was, was ripping on him. Um, Charles and Phil in the booth were hysterical, man. Yeah. I bet they were. Yeah. Phil, Phil's definitely got a career. Uh, in broadcast, yeah. he just and he even said like the next day, uh, he tweeted it out like, you know, um, something about Bryson getting a beat down from Brooks, and then basically saying like how he's how Phil is good in, in small doses, and that he needs to just like <laughs> tame it down. And it's totally true. I mean, he just the guy just nonstop is just talking the entire time. Yeah, I saw some of the, uh, you know, how PGA does the the Instagram posts about their tweets and their quotes look pretty funny. Yeah. So, the, I mean, here's the thing, though. I, I saw it catching a lot of slack uh, or a lot of flack. Uh, your boys, no lane up. I just don't get, like, I even, like, all these golf accounts. Like, who gives a shit? I mean, it's it's entertaining. It's golf when there's no golf on Right. Um, I just don't get all the hate. I mean, I, I get like, you know, it was kind of promoted as like a wrestling match, so to speak. 
foot mm-hmm. level. You know, like I said, it, it was something to watch. It was something to do. You know, it was fun. People were saying the course was trash. Brooks even said, like, well, maybe he had to, maybe he had to say this, but course looked insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, looked beautiful. Yeah, so I just don't get. There was a lot of like, you know, there was just a lot of bitching on, on social media, and I just I don't really get that, especially when, you know, some of these accounts people go to like to get information and you know um i'm not saying that match is building the, the game by any means but you know it it definitely has uh, the incentive to get into the game and and follow along with yeah what is this there was this was the the fifth match i think yeah i mean essentially it's just entertainment i mean that's what oh. you got to go in as right and then people were talking about how just it wasn't like too serious and i'm like what do you do you expect these guys to like act like it's a major like right i'm sure they definitely you know deep down want to want to win but like yeah, beat each other yep. right but they're not going to be like you know staring and looking over putts like it's you know a major that's not going to happen right uh, especially when you have a mic in your ear and you got somebody like charles and, and phil like <laughs> phil was talking and bryson's uh backstroke every every single stroke <laughs> so like you know if if you if if that's the case like you can't you can't have those guys have you know mics on them but that's also the best part about it like yeah brooks and his brother you know their their caddy talk during uh the match was awesome uh so i think overall for me i loved it i mean anyway well, for you it did what it was supposed to do it entertained you and yeah you know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want anything more or anything less. It, yeah. it, it is what it is, and I mean, they raised money for charity, so right. it's all good. Yeah, I think they raised three million. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I mean, there was one hole. Uh, it was actually this is when Bryson was getting out of control. It was the it was one of the uh, was it the longest drive hole? Yeah, and he's like, I- I'm gonna hit another one. Uh, just you know, charge me. 20,000 and then, <laughs> and then and then Brooks is like I'll hit another one too he's like let's go 50 and he's like done so they, they were raising a ton of money which is great oh yeah but um yeah overall I think it it was cool I, I would like to see you know um maybe something in the future with like I think the team format was cool like how what Brady and, and Manning did I think that would bring a lot more interest to the game you know whether it's you know two another two NBA players or two NFL players or whatever. Maybe th- maybe this time they do two MLB players or two NHL players. Sure. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, I I like it. Um. I think our match, you know, is right up there with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, there's some good matches uh, come the AZ trip. Yeah. Well. I don't know if people know this. Our, our match stemmed from from this from what they're doing now, right? Like the match when it the first one was what Tiger Phil. Yeah, that was on uh, what the Friday. Yeah, Friday after Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. So we yeah we actually created our match after that. I said you know how cool would it be? And actually we didn't know what the success was that of that was going to be. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it was like during the the height of covid 
Right. But he was at home. And then after that first match aired, uh, people were going bonkers in the DMs. They're like, hey, man, you need to keep doing this. It, it gives us something to watch. So we're Right, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, oh, we think we're on to something here. So, yep. yeah, the match has been fun for us. Uh, obviously, it's nothing like um, the PGA Tour match. But, um, no, we're, we're trying to put a ton of matches together for, uh, for AZ. Probably have a group, you know, scotch game and stuff like that. We'll see what uh, – we can come up with but yeah for sure yeah so speaking of golf game so in episode seven here we're just going to do a, a brief um kind of a brief rundown of what rob and i you know have have been experiencing with the recent golf boom in like the last year and a half and and same with you guys you you've obviously been uh it's experiencing it as well from you know the greens fee uh side of it yeah um but I was I was talking to Rob a couple of weeks ago um, while scouting for 2022, and you know a lot of these GMs and, and head pros have already told me they're like you know prices are going up, and I just I couldn't believe it. And we went through this last year, and we're like, dude, this is nuts. But there's a couple of things that you know that come with that. So it's it's kind of simple, but it's also hard to understand. You know, so like utilization rate, essentially demand, you know, if that's there and these guys can get it. Yeah, right. They're going to get it. Yeah, of course. And that's and that's part of the reason, too, that like, you know, I, I remember last year I had some some bozo in my DMs who was like, if we're playing Harborside, we should not be playing. We should not be paying these rates. And I'm like, Harborside on the weekday gave us like a, a you know, a $30 discount. Like, right. And it's weird because a lot of the bigger, the bigger, more uh, notorious clubs, I, just, I won't say any other names besides that, they're always more willing to work with us. Sure. And yeah. You know, that goes to show, you know, why they're successful. Right. So, but on the flip side of that, it's like, you know, a lot of guys will straight up tell me, they'll be like, well, why would I need to discount your guys? I'm getting this play no matter what. Right. So you guys, CGT members, have to understand, like, technically, they don't need to give a shit. The fact that, you know, we've we've grown over the last three years and, and, and brought them business um, <clears throat> in a certain unique way that isn't on a one day, like a, a typical outing. Right. That's primarily why. Um, and we have, obviously, good relationships with these guys, but from a business standpoint, like they don't need to be discounting anybody because they're getting, they're getting people to pay exactly what they're asking for, no matter what. Right. It's, you know, it's fortunately the way it has been for the last almost two years now. Right. And it's frustrating for us because, you know, we try to make it easier for the guys and, you know, and that's not to say we're not getting discounts. We're for sure getting discounts. I'm just trying to give you guys a little bit of insight on, on what it's like talking to these GMs trying to yeah. negotiate rates. It's, you know, sure. I could say, well, you know, we had X amount of players last year and this is what we you know expect to bring you next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, honestly, they, they don't need, they don't need to, to discount anybody, which is right. crazy to think about. And then on the, on the flip side of that, check out, you know, um, from like the golf club standpoint, 
I mean, next year, I've already talked to our guys at White Mountain um, and a couple other guys. Dude, equipment next year is going to be through the roof. Well, I mean, just those Cleveland wedges in last week compared to what we did last year. Yeah. It's just the zip core to the, what are the new ones now? The full face. Yeah, it's just yeah. insane. Yep. So, to think that a Cleveland wedge could be 160 bucks or whatever it is, when a Vokey, you know, was 149-ish. It's just, it's crazy I, what that market's doing. I remember, literally, I was thinking about this the other day. I remember specifically buying a Vokey like five years ago for a buck 15. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So they, they told me the new TaylorMade driver to the 2022 model mm-hmm. is going to be $600. <laughs> and then the set of irons is going to be like, I think he said like 1450 or something like that, around 1500 Like it's just, it's crazy. Are they going to guarantee straight balls? Yeah. I mean, luckily, luckily I got fitted last year. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, when things were still a little high, but it's, right. it's, it's getting crazy, man. And that's, that's part of like, you know, what we're talking about is yeah. Prices are going up and, and greens fees are going up, but people are still willing to pay and that's, right. and that's why they could do it. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, you got guys like sub 70 who are straight to the consumer. Oh yeah. And you know, they must be, they must be absolutely killing it. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously working their tail off. Right. Well, I mean, you're a, you're a, you're a sub 70 guy. Huge, huge sub 70 guy. I'm about two clubs short of being a full, full staffer. You got the sub 70 bag yet? No, I do not. That might be the next purchase. I'm, I'm almost positive. I saw there, it was black. It was mostly yeah. all black, and then just like the seventy was so opposite of this hat. It, right, it looked super clean. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, they got to be crushing it. Obviously, a, a local business. If you guys haven't heard of Sub Seventy, I would definitely check them out. Uh, they're just in Sycamore. Yeah, they're out of Sycamore. Um, we actually have a, a big surprise for you guys. We're not going to unveil that until next episode. Um, but it has to do with sub 70. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it at that. But um, yeah, so, so overall, um, you know, golf, the boom has just been crazy, man. It, it, you know, from, so the article that I read, check this out. A third of, of golf courses over the U S raised their greens fees 11% this past year. In the past year. Okay. In the past year. Which, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Mainly, you know, big um, metropolitan cities, New York, mm-hmm. Chicago, you know, um, it's unbelievable to me that they could do that. And then, you know, it's, it's similar to like gas. Like, that's why I never look at it because right. what are you, you going to do? Not get gas. Right. So it's like one of those. Oh, yeah. I always sit there and, you know, try to break it down per hole, which each, which, what each hole costs. Around. I've never thought about it like that. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, whatever you do the rounded for 36. If you're walking, I just say it's $2 a hole. That's, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. You know, it's almost like, um, I've done that that with balls. 
That yeah, there you go. That's yeah, but you know, I sit there and it was funny. We were talking over at Thanksgiving, like how you miss playing blackjack, right? Going to the casino or going to Vegas. And, you know, if you could sit at a table for a couple hours, obviously you always want to win, but like to sit there and not, and just get to play, keep on playing and on the same, you know, never having to re-ante or not, not re-ante, but right. put in more money, you know, you're obviously paying for your entertainment. If you can get entertainment out of it, you know, I just equate that to golf, right? So it's $2 a hole or whatever it may be. And it's just, you know, it's it does stink how much they're raising prices, but like you said, like gas, you know, it's it's just it's something we're gonna do no matter what they charge, you know. Yeah, which is great. So now to your point, and I'm I'm okay with this because the deeper that I, I dove into this article, it, it definitely made sense. If if they're charging more and they're bringing on more staff, aka maintenance and yeah. you know, clubhouse personnel, sure, then great. But if if the if the courses are staying in the in the current condition and right. it's just charging the charge, right? That's, that's bullshit. Oh, 100 percent I agree with you. You know, at least bring on more staff to to you know to right. to you know bring up the face of the course or have a car girl or whatever driving around. Right, right. I mean, um, you know, it, as long as they're not pulling like a, a water's edge charging 70 bucks in, in March. Right. And not doing anything to the course, then that's a different story. But if you're charging more and, and you have these, you know, um, you have these additional staff members and, you know, it, it basically the, the flow of, of why you're paying more, if it makes sense, then sure, by all means. Right. But if it's, you know, if it's kind of the same, the, the same bullshit. Yeah. If it's a six hour round and blah 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 like then, greens yeah yeah chopped up greens then it gets a little it's like come on right but um yeah so that's that's kind of what we've been dealing with um the last pretty much two years and now going into to year three um luckily like i said we were we were kind of able to establish these relationships early on yep. Um, so that's definitely on our side. And then obviously with the continued growth of the CGT and, um, you know, the testimonials that we get from the, the GMs and the head pros, um, you know, and then our guys too, a lot, a lot we get a lot of compliments, um, on our guys. So that's great to hear is yeah. always, um, you know, you guys got a great group of guys, real friendly, um, you know, they took care of our staff members, stuff like that. We, we love to hear that stuff. So, well, I mean, like you said, like to build a good relationship. I mean, eventually I feel like this bubble is going to burst, right? You know, it's going to, it might not be soon, but what I guess I, what I'm getting at is if we build a relationship with these courses, you know, we're not going to go anywhere, right? We're going to continue this year in and year out for many more years to come, you know, so we're going to be the consistent, you know, guys there every year. Right. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. You're so I think what you're getting at is what we're seeing is a lot of new golfers. And eventually these courses are going to have to rely on the golfers that have been doing it for right. Right. Yeah. yeah. A, a thousand percent. Yeah. And so real quick, what this GM said to me a couple of weeks ago kind of resonated with me. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, he said for the last, you know, 20 years, the the ball has always been in the golfer's court in terms of price 
And oh. he, yeah. He's like, you know, we, you see it in real estate, you see it in, in other, other markets. He's like, the ball is finally in the, the golf course's hands. Right. And that, that makes sense. Of, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of eye opening and it, it made sense. And I was like, you know, he's right. So, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. We just wanted to shed some light on that. And then, uh, as always, are you ready for the top three? Yeah. Give it to me. I have a, I have a really good one. Okay. I want to know what your top three golf movies are. Oh, that's actually a good one. Dang. Um, it's a toss up. You know, you got Tin Cup. You got the greatest game ever played. And then you have Happy Gilmore. And then Bagger Vance. Shit. Um, I got to go. Always a good laugh. I got to go Happy Gilmore 3. I'll go the greatest game ever played, 2, and 10 Cup number 1. Wow. Wow. We have we have the same top three, different order. Really? Yeah. Honorable mention goes to uh, Bagger Vance for sure. Yeah. In the three hole. Oh, Bobby Jones, too. Damn. Yeah. So after I say this, we're, we're going to talk about a movie that's not on either of our list. And I'm happy that it wasn't on your list. But we'll get into that. Okay. So my three hole is uh, the greatest game ever played. And then the two hole, I got Happy Gilmore. Okay. And then in the one hole, I got Tin Cup as well. Okay. So, but yeah, there's there's a couple honor, honorable mentions. Um, a couple shady. Have you ever seen... Uh, so there's Tommy Armor, and then um, what's the other one with uh, Turtle from Entourage is actually in it. Oh, I I don't know what you're talking about. He's he's one of the golfers. So come on, yeah, he's a he's a golfer in the movie. It's That's totally- why you say that, right? Can we just start that over again? But go ahead. I I never knew that Turtle was in a golf movie. Yeah, I'll send it to you. So it's uh. The guy's a complete hothead. Um, his father, who was carrying his bag during one of the events, after after his son like blew up, snapped a club, the dad just dropped his bag and, and walked off. I've never seen that. Really? No. I'll have to send it to you. I'll, right. have, to, I'll have to Google it. I can't think of it right now. God, you got to tweet that one out so everybody can know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, the movie is not great, but it's it's definitely like watchable. Maybe that scene's on YouTube. Maybe find a clip of that. Yeah, I will. Um, but yeah, I think uh, greatest game ever played is phenomenal. Oh, I never realized that was uh, Bill Paxton either. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, um, Happy is just <laughs> Happy Gilmore. I mean, is unbelievably funny. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure, whether you want to be like you know, snobby and be like, oh, it's not, it's fucking hilarious. Yes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Go to your happy place. Yeah. I mean, even just like the one-liners, you know, meet me at the the ninth green. Right. Oh, shit. Caddyshack. What the? Okay. That's, that's the movie I'm talking about. Oh, God. What about Caddyshack, too? I can't believe we didn't say Caddyshack. Oh, man. 
I, I purposely didn't say Caddyshack. I know. Wow. Do you want to sub it out? No, 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 no. No, I'm good with my top three. I just, you know, now I'm thinking all these golf movies that it. This this is I, this is a super hot take, and I might yeah. I might get the the clown emoji in, in this week's top three with this hot take. What's this hot take? Caddyshack is overrated. What? Yes. You think it's overrated? It's overrated. I mean, so are you a type of person that thinks Animal House is overrated? Um, no, I just think because it's older, maybe, um, like I think happy Gilmore is funnier than Caddyshack. I did. Yeah. I'll give you that. I do like happy Gilmore, obviously more because I didn't say Caddyshack didn't even come to my mind. If it was like more modern and like the picture was more modern, I would probably be okay with it. Yeah. But like some of it's just kind of cheesy. Um, plus I'm not a big fan. Believe this. The, I mean, you could probably believe this, but I'm not a big fan of uh, Bill Murray. I, I actually, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So, so not a Ghostbusters fan either. Love Ghostbusters, <laughs> but he's not as like slow in that movie. Right. Uh, uh, you know. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good top three question. I didn't even think about that. That was good. Yeah, I yeah, I'm surprised we. Uh, we had pretty identical top threes. Yeah, like you said, though, greatest game ever played. Tin Cup. I could watch Tin Cup. If, if I put it on the TV and it's on, no matter where it's at, I'm going to finish it. No matter what. It's just one of the it, – it's up yeah. there like Con Air, Die Hard. Um, Zombieland. I could do that with Zombieland. It was Zombieland. What is that? You've never seen Zombieland? No. Oh, come on. Are you into, like, sci-fi and that stuff? Yeah, well, sort of, sure. I'm I'm a huge comic book nerd, but yeah. I see I could get down with that. Con Air though. Good pull on the Con Air. Love Con Air. Yeah, Con Air is unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Um like Gone in 60 seconds. Let's just make it a Nicolas Cage podcast. I, I was literally just gonna say. So <laughs> one of my favorite uh hungover movies ever is National Treasure. It's a great movie. Whenever it's on, I watch it. It's unbelievable. National Treasure is your hungover movie? I mean, if it's on, I'm watching it. Oh, shit. That's awesome. It's so good. (laughs) The Rock is awesome. Yeah, The Rock. I mean, back in our day, I'm hoping you you remember this. I'm pretty sure you, you will. But, like, back in the day, if you were a kid and you you were watching TNT and Big Trouble and Little China came on, you were watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Oh, that's just awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Bringing the memories back here. What a what a great top three. Yeah, what an episode. What an episode on a Monday. Yeah. And next week's episode is going to be just as good. We have a huge special guest coming on for episode eight. I mean, who would that be? Brian Tweed, if mm. you guys, especially in the Chicagoland area, if you guys are unfamiliar with Brian Tweed, I would go to Twitter right now and I would search at Brian Tweed 16. So Brian Tweed is a local advisor uh, in the Chicagoland area for golf pass. And his big thing is like, he's on, on the quest to play a thousand courses before he dies. Um, 
the guy just he plays a ton of tracks throughout Chicagoland, the Chicagoland area as well as out of state and he's always tweeting his tweeter like top 20 of 2021 his top 40 out of state of 2021 so he plays a ton of golf um i guarantee he's probably played more courses in this area times three than we have right um, so that'll be that'll be super cool to get his take we're just going to be talking chicagoland golf so that's going to be a good one uh, yeah it is so look forward to that that's going to be this for us that's going to be this upcoming thursday um for you guys that won't be until we'll drop next friday yeah a couple fridays so be on the lookout for that um yeah until then rob we'll see you uh in the fairway see you in fairway time see you buddy